Five minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nahum Siegel. Welcome to a Wednesday. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program. Semi 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 Song to a song, I do a song to a song, I 
a week before Purim, I figured that, hey, what an amazing opportunity to start the six o'clock hour with a Purim medley. And sure enough, there it is. Um, Benny Friedman opening things up. Heard he was amazing last, uh, was it last Thursday night in B'nai Brock? I think it was last Thursday night he sang in B'nai Brock and then ran out to head back to New York. Um, heard that was a great event from uh, a couple of very uh, close uh, relatives who were there at that amazing concert last week. Regesh, of course, Modani opening things up, and we say good morning. Welcome, everybody. It is a Wednesday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM on the very first day of March 2023. How do you like that? Day number eight in the month of Adar, less than a week to Purim. On Tuesday, we'll be celebrating Purim. Monday night, after the Tanis, after the fast day, Purim will begin. 
Tuesday's Purim, Wednesday's Shushan Purim. Next week's a very celebratory week, one of the best weeks of the year, frankly, in the collective Jewish world. Um, and um, we will uh, continue the Purim spirit here at JM and AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Now Home Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. Yishai Fleischer is going to join us later on from Israel. I've been on a specific theme, one that's been repeated a lot, I have to say. I'm very proud of that, frankly. People are contacting me that they're using this theme in their classroom and in their synagogues. Um, and the theme has been over the last few days that we here in the United States were obsessed, and I'm sorry for using that word, but that is my evaluation, obsessed with the day of hate that was announced here in the U.S. this past Shabbat. We have to remember that our brothers and sisters in Israel are surrounded by a day of hate every single day. And it is really important to keep that in mind. Uh, Yishai Fleischer will address this and other issues regarding Israel coming up in the 8 o'clock hour this morning here at JMM. It's always interesting to get his analysis and his perspective, and we'll do just that uh, later on this morning. Uh, on this program more coming up thanks for joining us yoni z with his new perm selection is next and you're listening to jam in the am Oh, oh, oh. 
אבינו אבורך המון. המרחם רחם עולנו. ושם בליבנו להוביל ולהסכן, לשמוע, ללמוד וללמד. Let's sing it together. 
This court will please come to order. Mr. Rabinowitz, you are the foreman of the jury. Have you reached a verdict? Judge, Your Honor, we have been listening to the facts in this case for six weeks, and it has been a wonderful experience for us all. We, the jury, would like to thank you for the way you have conducted this case. Thank you, Mr. Rabinowitz. But the verdict, please. Certainly, Your Honor. We, the jury, Mr. Cohen, Mr. Fine, Mr. Landsberg, the lovely Mrs. Berkowitz. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Rabinowitz. You're welcome. <laughs> Mr. Rabinowitz, the verdict. Coming, Your Honor. Mr. Goldberg, Mr. Katz, <laughs> Mr. Stein, Mrs. Cantor, Mr. The lovely Mrs. Cantor. Lovely. Mr. Rabinowitz. Mr. Finkelstein, Mr. Bloom, and Mr. Pinkus the Furrier. <laughs> Your Honor, the 12 of us have spent the past four days in the jury room debating this case. And we examined the evidence pro and con in backwards and forwards to decide in the American way, did he... Or didn't he do it? <laughs> Mr. Rabinowitz, the verdict, and now. Immediately, Your Honor. We, the jury, after careful deliberation on this case, have decided we shouldn't mix in. <laughs> J.M. in the A.M., one of my favorites. One of my favorites in the month of Adar. Sandy Shmueli before that with Hanashamatso Eke. That's brand new. Yaakov Shweki brand new with Vaha'er. You heard the Yoel Weiss brand new with Lola Fachet. Yoni Z had Purim brand new selection here to open up that set at JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners' sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSiegel.com, on the NachumSiegel Network, and, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, NachumSiegel Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. The um, the uh, comment section on our app has been... Uh, has been... Um, I don't want to say blessed. What's the word I'm looking for? Has been privy to some uh, great comments from around the globe over the last few weeks. And I welcome those of you who are tuned in, whether it be uh, in a state outside of New York and New Jersey or in New York and New Jersey, frankly, uh, whether it be uh, in Israel uh, or anywhere else on this uh, globe. I thank you for turning us into a virtual global entity as we become a physical global entity with all of our studio builds that are going on as we speak and are being completed as we speak. So a big, big thank you to everybody 
who's listening from around the world and has turned us uh, into what we are after all these years. Uh, Golly, it's on the background to our news from Israel coming up here at JMAM. Yishai Fleischer in hour number three. We'll get his perspective on what's happening in Israel, plus his reaction to the different situations that Jews around the world find themselves in. In Israel, lots of concerns about certain things. In the United States, lots of concerns about certain things. And in other countries, lots of concerns. We'll get his perspective on all of that coming up in hour number three this morning here at JM in the AM. Galitzal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Wednesday follows next. We say Boker Tov from JM in the AM. גליצל מירושלים השעה שתיים. שלום רב, באולפן יהונתן גריל עם מה שקורה עכשיו. כוחות הביטחון עצרו שלושה מחבלים החשודים במעורבות בפיגוע שבו נרצח אילן גנלס, זיכרונו לברכה שלשום. אחד המחבלים נפצע במהלך המבצע במחנה הפליטים אקבד ג'אבר ביריחו. כתבנו שחר גליק מוסר כי הכוחות כרזו למחבלים לצאת, ומשאלו לא נענו החלו לבצע ירי לתוך הבית. עימותים אלימים במחלף השלום בתל אביב בין המשטרה למפגינים. שוטרים השליכו רימוני הלם והשתמשו במכתזית. מספר מפגינים נפגעו קל. וממוקד המחאה מצטרפת אלינו כתבתנו בתל אביב, אנה פינס. העימותים בין השוטרים למפגינים ממשיכים להיות, מוסיפים להיות אלימים ביותר, כפי שראינו בשעתיים האחרונות. מפגינים מנסים כעת לרדת ליגאל אלון ושוטרים מנסים למנוע מהם, יש שימוש בפרשים ושימוש מתמשך גם ברימוני הלם שנזרקים לעבר המפגינים. מספר נפצעו באורח קל וגבר אחד פונה במצב קל לבית החולים איכילוב בעיר על ידי צוות מגן דוד אדום שנפצע, לאחר שנפצע באוזנו. נראה שהאירועים כאן רחוקים מלהתפזר. תודה, אנה. עמרי לביא, שנפגע במהלך ההפגנה מרימון הלם, שחזר ביומן הצהריים. אני יש לי כאן שני חתכים ברגליים מרימון שהתפוצץ שעה לידי. היום הייתה עליית מדרגה מטורפת בגיסה של המשטרה. נראה כאילו הם רואים בנו כאויבים. אנחנו ניסינו לרדת לאיילון, כמו בכל שבוע, נתקלנו במחסומים, אבל הפעם המשטרה הגיבה באופן מוגזם. היא שחררה לנו פרסים שנכנסו במפגינים ודחפו מפגינים. ראש הממשלה נתניהו גיבה את השר לביטחון לאומי בן גביר ואת מפכ"ל המשטרה ואמר, לא נקבל אלימות נגד שוטרים וחסימות כבישים. במקביל, חברי אופוזיציה עוזבים את הכנסת ועושים דרכם לתל אביב, מדווח כתבנו המדיני יניר קוזין. אני נותן גיבוי מלא לשר בן גביר ולמפכ"ל שפועלים נגד מפרי חוק שמשבשים את שגרת החיים. כך כתב ראש הממשלה נתניהו והוסיף, זכות ההפגנה אינה הזכות לאנרכיה. במקביל, מארגני המחאה קראו לחברי הכנסת מהאופוזיציה לעזוב את הכנסת. להצטרף להפגנות בתל אביב, ואכן, כמה דקות לאחר מכן, הודיעו במפלגות העבודה ויש עתיד כי חברי הכנסת שלהן יעזבו את המשכן ויצטרפו להפגנה. ויושב ראש ועדת החוקה שמחה רוטמן תקף אצל יעל דן, חוסמי הכבישים הם אנרכיסטים. מי שמפגין ודאי כחוק ובדרכי שלום הוא לא אנרכיסט, הוא עושה דבר מאוד לגיטימי במדינה דמוקרטית. אבל התמונות שאני ראיתי הבוקר של אנשים שיושבים עם גדר תיל על כביש מספר אחת, לא אנרכיה. אני חושב שמדובר במיעוט מקרב המפגינים, אני חושב שמדובר באנשים שמעוניינים באנרכיה. אין דהירה לחקיקה. מי שקורא לדבר הזה דהירה או בליץ, הוא חלק מקמפיין. 
מליאת הכנסת אישרה בקריאה טרומית את החוק שיממן תואר ראשון מלא ללוחמים משוחררים. מרבית חברי האופוזיציה תמכו בחוק, על אף שקודם בידי יושב ראש הקואליציה אופיר כץ מהליכוד. בהמשך סדר היום צפויים לעלות להצבעה חוק עונש מוות למחבלים וחוק הנבצרות, בהם בקואליציה עדיין מנסים לוודא קיום רוב בצל המתחים הפנימיים. ידיעה שמסר כתבנו הפוליטי יובל שגב. מזג האוויר חם מהרגיל עד שרבי ברוב אזורי הארץ. אלה החדשות שעורך רועי ולד.
Watch this. <laughs> Through the window, a rock with a note on it. <laughs> Here, let me see what it says. <laughs> it says, Dear Mr. Shapiro, unless you deposit $10,000 in small bills in a paper bag, under the old hollow tree in a vacant lot on the corner at midnight tomorrow, we will kidnap your wife. Sincerely yours, your kidnappers. Boy, some tough cookies. I better write them a note back immediately. Let me see. Pencil, paper. Dear kidnappers, your rack of this date received. I am writing to tell you I do not have $10,000. But please keep in touch. <laughs> Your proposition interests me. JM and the AM on their comedy segments. There's nothing like them, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. Benny Freeman before that with Yama. You heard Vishinantam done by Yaakov Young. That's brand new. Um, Avram Shmuel Weeder, brand new with Sabaini, and you're listening to JM and AM. Good morning, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Pleasure to have you aboard. Less than a week away from Purim on this 1st of March and 8th of Adar. Hope you have great plans for next week. Monday is Tanis Esther, Tuesday Purim, Wednesday Shushan Purim. I hope you have a wonderful um, week planned with great costumes, delicious hamantash, and obviously time set aside to listen to the Megillah. Uh, the appropriate time for the Su'uda, for the Purim feast. I hope you are uh, all set with your schedule for responsible and celebratory activities on the holiday of Purim. JM in the AM. Uh, more coming up. This is from uh, the Rabbi's Sons, a Purim selection at JM in the AM. Oh, oh, oh. 
who just recently uh, celebrated a simcha. One of his children just got engaged. Mazel tov to the Daskal family from all of us here at JM in the AM. Before that, you heard the Shloimi Daskal Alakaina Shama, La Yehudim done by the rabbi's sons. Thanks for tuning in on a Wednesday morning broadcast, first day of March, eighth day of Adar here at JM in the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone. And comment away. JM Rewind coming up at 9 o'clock. Z Report with Yessi Zweig. It's a live lunch at 11 a.m. until 1 p.m. Eastern Time. 7 o'clock tonight for Charlie Bernhard and the Hour of Jewish Soul. Great cantorial selections. And that is your Wednesday schedule here at the Nahum Siegel Network with plenty of music, of course, all day long. So make sure to be tuned in. Simple as that. Oh, I got a note from uh, listener Cena. Let me see if I can find it here. Apparently there's a uh, apparently there's a birthday being celebrated somewhere. Yeah. Uh, hang on a second. It's somewhere here in the inbox. <laughs> there's a good chance we'll find it. What can I tell you? Um. 
here, here's, here's a, a super best wishes for a very happy birthday going out to my youngest daughter, Tsippy Schreiber of Bayswater, wishing you a terrific day and a wonderful year ahead filled with good health, Simcha, and Nachas. Speaking of Nachas, thank you for all the Nachas you sent my way through your beautiful Kinderlach. I'll gladly take that anytime. Can't wait to see you in the Mishpacha again tomorrow with much love from Ima. Uh, we, of course, know her as listener Sina from the uh, sunny state of Florida here at JM in the AM. So there's a birthday going on in Bayswater, New York. How do you like that? Rabbi David Goldwasser's words, Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. Good morning. We learn in the Talmud, Hillel, Mechaev Esanim. Hillel was the one that will obligate all the poor. Rebbe Lozer ben Charsom, Mechaev Esashirim. Rebbe Lozer is the one that's going to obligate all the wealthy. Yosef, Mechaev Esashoyim. And Yosef is the one that will obligate all of the evil. The Mephoshim asks the question, how is it possible to tell an Ani, a poor man who is down, who's just barely keeping his head above water, why aren't you like Hillel? How is it possible to tell the usher, the one who is completely involved in business, why aren't you like Rebbe Lozer ben Kharsom? And how can you tell the Russia? who's running after his desires all day long. Why aren't you like Yosef HaTzadik? There are many different answers. However, Hagoyin Reb Aaron Leib Steinman says the following, The question is not on the Gemara. The question is on us. We wonder how we can bring the Raya, the proof from Hillel. But in truth, each one of us can withstand the Nisayon, a challenge, and be successful. If only we learn... To deal with the challenge, the difficulties in life, we would be successful. The problem is that sometimes we give up right away and don't deal with the Nisayun, with the challenge. If a person would be offered half a day's pay to learn Torah, the individual would have difficulty with it. What did Hillel do? We should never be Miyayish, never to give up. We should learn from Hillel not to give up. If there's an Isoyun, we have to consider how is it possible that we could see our way clear, that we could stand to the challenge. Do we think that it was easy for Hillel? He had to give half a coin to the Shomer in order to gain entry to the base Medrash. Could a person go hungry, Chas Shalom, to learn Torah? Could he lie down on the skylight with the cold whipping at him? being covered with a layer of snow. Certainly, it would be difficult. The individual who goes with all of his ratzon, all their desires, against all the negativities in life, will be able to be miskaber and grow to great heights. The individual who's miyayish from the outset, who gives up, will not gain anything. That is what Rav Steinman wished to tell us all, that each of us, has the explosive potential, the achalas, to do all that we need in order to meet the challenges in life. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. This next song is a great combination made non-stop by the genius Srolam. Oi, put him, I 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 put him, I
Limoy Pur, Limoy Purim. Yes, we celebrate the Yom Tev Purim. Yes, we celebrate And it's a mitzvah to drink a little wine Or more than a little wine And to see on the streets If you should put it Someone likes to drink a glass of wine dry. A vice does lose his touch. Someone likes it better if it's vodka or scotch. I don't really care what it is. The ikir you get a drink, that's his his. Purim we celebrate. Mishanech nezude marbim besimcha. I, I can't wait oh, Wherever you go on Purim You see the happiness on their face Oh, I would make Purim more often during the year More such happy days So sing along with me the Yom Tev Purim, we will see. Who knows? In Yerushalayim, may it be. When we will sing together. You. Oh, you still know the time, 
the event that was called the event Talipa with the Purim medley here at JM in the AM. Wow. That's quite a selection. Remember that? Oh boy. JM in the AM. Good morning. How you doing everybody? Welcome to a Wednesday and thanks for tuning in. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, not home single network app for Android and iPhone and comment away. Big shout out to our friends at A&H. Abels and Hyman gives you a 10% discount with promo code radio at kosherdogs.net and for those of you who haven't been paying attention over the last few weeks, you know that I have uh, declared a um, a measure of uh, great. Oh, what's the word? I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to use an appropriate term. Great admiration for the A and H knockwurst. You boil them up. You put them in a uh, delicious soft hot dog bun. Toss on some barbecue sauce or relish or uh, sauerkraut, mustard, etc. And it is absolutely delicious. 
I got to put it on my shopping list for tomorrow at Aaron's Casino Farms. So I have an amazing Thursday night dinner. <laughs> That's right. That's my plan. That's my plan. Um, anyway, Purim Suda time coming up on Tuesday. Make sure you have plenty of great appetizers and wonderful meal items from our friends at A&H, Abel's and Hyman. Try A&H today. You'll be glad you did. More coming up. Yishai Fleischer is going to be uh, joining us coming up here at JM in the AM.
Okay, Sally, let's go over the plans. You're going to the bank, and you'll tell them, stick them up. Should I take out the guns first? Should I take out the guns first? Dummy! Certainly you take out the guns first. No, not here in the street. When you get to the bank, you take out the guns, and you say, stick them up. Stick them up. Now, I got, it. I got it. When you got all of them stuck up, you'll take out the shopping bag from Corvettes. You'll give it to the teller and tell him to fill it up, please. You'll take the bag of money, you'll tell everybody that's stuck up, 
that they shouldn't move for five minutes because you've got the place surrounded by me. <laughs> you'll back out of the door. I'll be waiting for you in the car. That's it. And believe me, you got the easy job and I got the dangerous job. You got the dangerous job? I'm going in there alone with two guns against six guards and all those people, and I'm going to tell them to stick them up and fill it up and back out of the bank while you're sitting in the car, and you got the dangerous job? Certainly I got the dangerous job. I can drive. No denying it's one of the classics in our Odd Dark Comedy segment collection, that's for sure. Pretty funny, I must say. Hey, it's the eighth day in the month of Adar. Guess what? Less than a week away from Purim. Hard to believe, huh? Less than a week away. Yitzchak Fuchs had on a Bekoach, the Reb Shlomo Kalbach with Lashana Haba. Mehera came from Yaakov Shweki. You're listening to JM in the AM. Live lunch with Yossi Zweig at 11 a.m. Eastern time. Make sure to be tuned in. Great programming all day long. If you don't receive our daily thread and or our weekly newsletter, make sure to write to Avrami. He will take very good care of you, that I can guarantee. And, um, yeah, I'll take very good care of you. What more do I need to say? AF at NahumSiegel.com. AF at NahumSiegel.com. More coming up. It's Diaspora at JM in the AM. Seem Shalom, 
J.M. in the A.M. with some diaspora. That's right. A little bit of a throwback on a Wednesday with Asay and Sim Shalom here at J.M. in the A.M. Well, our dear friend Yishai Fleischer, who's international spokesman for the Chevron Fund and has been a, uh, a wonderful friend and somebody who has given us a tremendous perspective when it comes to what's happening in Israel and to uh, and with Jews all around the world, is with us live via telephone. Before I introduce Yishai formally... Uh, I do want to reiterate, and this is one of the reasons I asked him to come on this morning. I want his reaction to this. I do want to reiterate a theme that we've been discussing since Friday, and that is that as we, Jews here in the United States, prepared for and uh, lived through, so to speak, a day of hate here in the U.S., at the very same time and now, our brothers and sisters in Israel are surrounded by a day of hate every single day. Yishai Fleischer, a pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM. How you doing, Nachum? What's going on? Baruch Hashem. Everything's good on this end. I hope you're well. Uh, this is a theme that I've been promoting and, uh, and trying to drum into the, uh, into the hearts and minds of our listeners for the last few days, and I wanted your comment on it, frankly. You know, we were focused, I'm sure you heard about it, on this supposed day of hate and its potential activities this past weekend. And then, of course, uh, all of us uh, heard the news here over the weekend about what has happened in Israel, just another 
of the tremendous sacrifices that our uh, that our brothers and sisters have made, literally brothers, as we've seen so many cases now of brothers being taken by the enemy. Uh, and I was curious about uh, your reaction to the fact that as we were focused on a day of hate, you and our brothers and sisters in Israel are surrounded by a day of hate every day. Well, you know, I, I, I um, uh, you know, my, my general line is to try to stay positive in the situations. Uh, but I would, in this case, just for a second, and then I'll then I'll pull back from it. I have to add that also we have uh, a day of shibushim, um, a day of uh, messing up our, our kind of public works that's coming from the Israeli left. So we have. Uh, both, you know, uh, jihadist terrorism that we face, and now also kind of a, uh, you know, a, a, a muck-up of the works of the state of Israel coming from folks who don't like the political alignment that's ruling the country right now. Um, and then the day of hate in uh, America. So uh, the Jewish people are um, are definitely in a, uh, a Purim-like scenario. Uh, so it's good news that it's Adar, uh, because that gives us hope that when we... Uh, when we, when we face these kind of scenarios where there's a lot of hate drummed up against us, um, you know, that we come out victorious uh, and, and that we're not going to succumb to it. And, you're... Uh, and that sometimes, and sometimes we also learn from, uh, from Yitro, from Jethro, we learn that the, the hate that's, that's um, focused on the Jewish people comes actually, it also comes to tell us that there is a God because these, a lot of these folks are anti-God and they see the Jewish people as the representative of Hashem, and they and therefore they're focused to try to stop that. So that's also kind of proof that Hashem is in this world, ironically. Yishai Fleischer is with us. What you're referring to is Israel's National Day of Disruption. As you just put it, the left has called for uh, and has gone ahead and demonstrated in the streets of uh, major cities and blocked traffic and uh, uh, disturbed uh, train schedules, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. and that continues to go on with a reaction, of course, by uh, security and military. I don't know about military, but certainly security forces throughout the day. Uh, but I, I And I get it. Believe you me, when we have internal struggles, when, when we have you know, difficulties with our own brethren, I know you have plenty to say about that, and I, have, and I totally agree with you that it can be very disturbing and a very big challenge. But my point was, and continues to be, that Jews around the world, and specifically here in the United States, where, again, we, we enjoy or continue to enjoy you know, the lap of luxury compared to so many other places. I get that there are problems and there's you know, increased anti-Semitism, but let's put things in perspective here. Uh, and we were focused on what potentially could happen, etc. And then, of course, we hear about the terrible tragedies, yet another one in Israel. And I, and I say to myself, you know, we're worried about a day of hate you know, from our enemies. You're surrounded by a day of hate every single day. In Israel, and I think people need to keep that in perspective. So I get when there's an internal battle, as you described it, but I also want to reiterate that as much as we think that the enemy is approaching or near us, you're surrounded by the enemy 24 hours a day. I, and I agree with exactly your, uh, with every one of your points. Um, I would just add that, and, and it says it again and again in the Torah, that when there is friction between the Jewish people internally, that gives strength to our enemies. So, so that, therefore, I, I mentioned that to, to point out that, like, in this moment where we need to really come together, uh, we, are, we also have internal tensions, and they add to the sense, like, for example, you heard Nasrallah, 
uh, a few, I guess, a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, you know, made statements to, to the effect saying, uh, you know, Israel is about to have an internal uh, dis, dis, disillusion and, 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 you know, be destroyed from within, uh, I guess, this kind of massive disruption. And he's using that as fodder to give him strength to continue his war. Never mind that he's living in a bunker and above him, uh, the Lebanese society is, is really self-destructing. Right. But the point is, the point that I'm making is that, is that um, at this time, we really need, I'm, 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 I never liked it when they did over too much talk about Achtus. I used to not like it, but I have to say, like, that's what we need right now. We need a little bit more Achtus. We need a little bit more Achtus. We need a little bit more of understanding between the Jewish people, between the diaspora in Israel, between the various parts of the Israeli society, between the kind of secular, you know, left and, and the religious right. And, and there's these, there's these uh, uh, rifts, sociological rifts that cut between us, but we have to overcome them right now and really, you know, practice Ahavat Israel right now. So I think, I think that, that, you know, like for all listeners today, I would say if, if there's a day of disruption or a day of rage or a day of jihad, we have to come back with a day of Ahavat a day of Ahavat Israel, a day of not judging fellow Jews, a day of, uh, you know, co- coming, coming together, liking, you know, fellow Jews and, 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 and just, just being, you know, just, just kind of like trying to eke out a positive feeling but Sari, sadly, to my to my uh, disappointment, the media is really, you know, not helping. Right. Um, they're and, fueling and the just, fire. It's just, 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 yeah, they're fueling the fire. And there's just no, there's no, there's no sweetness. There's right. no sweetness. Um, and um, and that's not good. We need we need to come back to place. And I've told people that I'm close within the government of Israel. I said, them, we've got to come out with statements of. Of sweetness right now. We got to like a little Ahavat Israel, a little like being thankful, and also turning to Hashem in general and saying, "Listen, there's a huge wave of anti-Semitism now in the world. Um, it's and it's everywhere, and you can feel it everywhere. Uh, not here in beautiful Kushetzion, actually, you know, <laughs> within our town, but uh, but definitely out there on the roads and and and, and around the world. And I, I I meet people on campus in the United States." that are really having a lot of pain. We need, we need to give them strength right now. That strength is going to come through no question about it. Yishai Fleischer is with us from Israel, and it, and it's interesting because uh, many people, I mean, plenty of Jewish leadership, responsible Jewish leadership, have expressed over the years and decades how they are not worried about the Jewish people in difficult times when the enemy is, you know, down our necks. We have a way of uniting. Uh, they are concerned about the people, uh, about our people during peaceful times. And I think one of the challenges here, as you just described, is is trying to convince people that we're not in a peaceful time. You know, folks, wake up. The enemy is, you know, rearing its ugly head. We need to unite. But I guess, you know, without, with, thank God, without, you know, full-scale war and without, uh, uh, you know, that, that type of challenge right now, it's hard to convince people that the enemy is bearing down on us. So that's a challenge. Well, there's something... There's something a little unwell about us if we don't see that, that if in, in, in one month 14 Jews have been murdered, uh, if we don't understand what, that, what the implications, what that means, then there's something a little bit like off with us. We are, we are, our, our senses are a bit off uh, when, we, when we can't you know, react. And part of it is also uh, an effort uh, to have taken away in the last many years a Jewish rage as an option, as even 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 something we can discuss. Right. It's like something that like is like it's like a totally like you can't even say it. And 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 without without feelings of givalt, 
you know, shy, without feelings of like, no, we, this is, you know, and, and the kind of feelings, by the way, that Mordechai showed uh, when he heard about the edict, he was not, uh, uh, you know, uh, calm about it. And, uh, you know, he, he reacted. He came out and, and, he, and he even embarrassed himself and embarrassed Esther. And Esther, you know, came out and was like, hey, you got to calm down. This doesn't look good. And he's like, no, 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 no. In a time like this, we have to go, we have to go all out. We have to cry. So 14 Jews have been murdered. And, and, and we know, Nachum, to your point earlier, we know how many more such potential murderers there are because, sadly, uh, the state of Israel has allowed a true jihadism to be raised within it. We have many a no-go zones. Some of them are official, like areas A and B, and other ones are not official, like Isawiya in Jerusalem. There are huge areas that, that you go in there, you're going to be killed for being a Jew. And that's, that's messed up. And to remedy that, we have a new, you know, nationalist government that wants to remedy that. But as we uh, engage that problem of the no-go zones and the jihadism, the illegal weapons and the hate uh, teachings that have been going on, the brainwashing, as we engage that, of course, the wasps, if, you try to ever, if you've ever dealt with a hornet's nest or a wasp's nest, if you try to get rid of it, well, they come out at you. Yeah. And, and so we're facing, we're facing that at this time. Uh, but it's going to take, like, a 30-year problem is going to take more than a month and a half to uproot. And that's why we, again, need our, our own society to be with us. We're having that challenge as well. So it's definitely a challenging moment here in Israel, and uh, it's taking its, its emotional toll on people. I was just kind of in the shopping center downstairs, and I saw just people were just struggling to understand what's going on right now. Uh, but I thank Hashem that it's, that it's Adar. And uh, Adar is not just a, a clown around now month. It's also, you know, the month of, of Jewish victory over these kind of forces. So we should really look to the Megillah to give us a lot of strength at this time. Uh, and we need it. Yishai Fleischer's with us. You mentioned earlier about um, how we need dialogue, sweetness, etc. You're one of those people that welcomes peaceful dialogue and an attempt to be understanding. Uh, with anybody who differs from you politically, you've had some you know, pretty well-known encounters, both in Israel and other places, with people who disagree with you and your perspective. But, you know, you, you're ready to hear them, certainly ready to listen to them. I'm not saying you're ready to be convinced by them, but you're ready to listen to them. And they, in turn, I hope, uh, have uh, acted in the same way toward you. Why do we have less of that now? Or, or, and you could tell us, you're on the front lines of this, you could tell us if in fact we do have less of it, or is it really just a product of the media, that the media is not allowing people to sit down and have peaceful dialogue at this point? They're just, uh, you know, heating up the rhetoric so much that one, one feels that, you know, it's not their role to do anything other than express themselves through anger. Um... You remember the old days when Israel used to receive like uh, movies in the in the movie theaters like sure. six months to a year after America. Remember that? Sure. Um, Watch many a so, movie that way. So, <laughs> right. So so that's what we have right now with the polarization that that struck America uh, in, the, in the Trump years. Uh, there's there was really, in my opinion, I'm just giving you my opinion and my analysis. Which there was a, a learned uh, method to deal with. Uh, how do you deal with uh, a government that you don't like, and that is to create complete and utter havoc and just have to give no quarter, no rest, and, and just give that next government absolutely no chance to succeed. And that's the playbook that's being played out right now. Um, and the media 
is not a responsible entity any longer. It's certainly not the kind of stuff that I learned about when I was a kid in America about the media being the anchor of democracy. It's, today it's a money-making enterprise or a very um, uh, agendized enterprise. And, um, um, and, and people are, you know, plus add to that the phone and the Twitter and, and the, the pace of things. And so it's just, the, it's, it's like a fevered pitch. And it's hard for people to, to come down, calm down, and to come down from that kind of, the, that atmosphere. So, um, um, you know, altogether, all it's just a very, it's, it's like a very excited time, overexcited sometimes. And so, and so there's, there's not a lot of voices that say, you know, and there's misrepresentation also about what this government wants to do, as though it wants to destroy democracy. And there's, frankly, you know, just to be honest with you, uh, just to kind of flush it out fully, we also have a sociological clash here in Israel between the group that is today in power, which is the ultra-Orthodox, the Haredim, the settlers, the Miknachlim, the Mitashvim, the, the, the Sephardim, our Sephardic brothers and sisters, and the traditional Likud type, between them and a certain entrenched secular Ashkenazi elite that really built this country in many ways and also is in the key positions in all of the various uh, industries and arts and, and media and courts and, and, and army and culture. And so um, there is a clash of what's called civilizations. And I've, uh, I've boiled it down to the following three options about how to move forward from this clash of civilizations. Um, biblical options. One option is uh, that we do what King Saul did. King Saul went crazy against David, fought him, fought him, fought him. King David was always trying to connect with him with trying to marry his daughter Michal, trying to be friends with his son Yonatan, trying to empower Mephibosheth, whoever it was, but it didn't work. And at the end, um, at the end Saul killed himself. Um, and, and that's what you're hearing in some quarters of the Israeli left, saying we're leaving the country, we're shutting it down, we're pulling out the money. That's a kind of, that's kind of, a, that's a kind of suicide, which is like I'm just quitting this whole thing right. called Zionism. So that's option number one. Option number two is that we have a split country uh, two countries like we did in the times of the kingdom of Israel and the kingdom of Judah. And there were voices sometimes from the religious world saying, let's split off and create a kingdom of Judah. And other people today, you could see that they're, they're not happy with the way the direction the country is going. And it's like, let's just split up Tel Aviv and Yerushalayim and, uh, and have two different kind of states. One will be called Israel, one will be called Judea, you know, that kind of thing. And we've seen that in the past. And yet a third option, a biblical option is, Zulun and Issachar. One was the economic engine, the other one was the Torah engine, and together they saw themselves as completing one another and gave each other their, you know, their part. Um, one was the, you know, today would be, let's say Tel Aviv, would, is, the, is the economic engine of Israel, the cultural engine of Israel, and you have Yerushalayim and the, and the mountains, and that's the, the, the Torah and the tradition. And the truth is, is that the the, the dialectic between those two is actually a beautiful thing. Israel's beautiful because it has a Meshar and, and because it has, you know, a Nevei Tzedek in Tel Aviv. So it's actually, or a Rothschild. It's actually, it's actually the fact that Israel contains both of those that are beautiful. And I think that that's really the real only path forward if we want to keep this thing united. I know I certainly do, and I think millions of people do. And so we have to start, you know, with a kind of, I, I think we have to pull back from our, um, um, ideological positions and go back to a position of Avat Israel, liking the other person for what he is without trying to change him 
and, and really appreciating the fact that Israel is Jerusalem and Tel Aviv at the same time. If we can learn to love that image, I call it the postcard of Jerusalem and Tel Aviv together. If we can love that postcard, then I think we can get past this, uh, this, uh, these days of rage. So the Jerusalemites have to have a greater uh, appreciation for Tel Aviv, and the Tel Avivians have to have a greater appreciation for Jerusalem. And hopefully, as you just said, that, that actually could happen. It's a really interesting perspective. That was really nice and much appreciated. Uh, Yishai, is there still the strong religious Gentile support for Israel that you've described to us in the past? Um, you know, uh, you, you know, Nachum, uh, not this past Shabbos, but the Shabbos beforehand, I had a very famous American Gentile at my house for Shabbos. Uh, his name is Salatin, Joel Salatin. He is a famous American farmer. Uh, he's developed uh, all kinds of farming techniques that are kind of famous in that community. And for some people, some of your listeners, they just they couldn't, they would not even believe that Joel Salatin was at my house. Other people have never even heard of him. But he's a very famous farmer, and he's a real Gentile. And he came to Israel in order to teach us about better farming practices, especially in Judea and Samaria, so that the land could turn more green, be more successful, and that our farmers would be more successful, and that our land is held on by the Jewish people. And he flew over here, brought in by a, a, a non-Jewish organization that wants to connect lovers of Israel, Bible lovers, to Eretz Israel and to help us here. And so, you know, it was, it was actually, you know, amazing Shabbat. And he was like, to me, like a Yitro. He wasn't there to teach us Torah. He was there to teach us a system, just like Yitro. He came to teach us a better system. And this man was like wise and successful like Yitro. Uh, and, and there are people like that. Uh, but it's all predicated on one thing, which is the love of the Bible. There are a few other things that bring people close to Israel, but... That's one of the major ones. And uh, when, we, uh, when, we, when we promote Israel and the Jewish people as the people of the Bible, then a lot of people can connect it. But when we just promote ourselves as, uh, as totally detached from those values, then we're detaching ourselves from Jewish history, uh, from what makes a lot of people understand Israel, which is the most famous book in the world, which is the Bible, and of course from Hashem himself, who gives us the blessing. So... So uh, there is, there are millions and millions of people that love Israel, millions and millions of people, but they look to us for leadership. Okay. Yep. They look to us for leadership and not the other way around. Yep. And so when we tell them, yes, we're the land of the Bible, we're the land of blessings. I'll give you an example. Sometimes, sometimes like Christian folk come to me and they say, we want to bless you. And I just stop them and I say, listen, I'm the one who's supposed to be blessing you. Right. Let me bless you. That's right. my job. Right. I'm, the, I'm part of the kingdom of priests. Let me bless you properly. And I, they go, okay, okay. And, and, and I bless them. And, and so that's our job. Our job is actually to, to realize that we're not at the same period of the Galut totally. We're in a period of, 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 of spreading out our light, of teaching our, our, our ways. Rabbi Yitzchak Ginsburg from Chabad calls it the uh, fourth revolution, fourth Torah revolution. And it goes into whole Mahalach. A whole, a whole system explains that it's now time to teach the Gentiles, you know, the, the, the truth of Hashem and, and Torah within, within, proper, within proper frameworks. But in any case, uh, there are millions of people that want to be close to us, but we have to know that they're not, they're not going to do it on their own accord. We have to go out there. Uh, last point on that, I just want to tell you, uh, I was speaking at Shlomo Katz's, Rabbi Shlomo Katz's synagogue, two weeks ago, and... Uh, and that week was when those two brothers, the two uh, ch children brothers, were murdered. But that's Mamish Friday, 
before Shabbos, I saw a video on my phone, maybe 20 minutes before Shabbos, a video of the Israeli rescue team in Turkey cutting a ceiling of a broken building. They're inside some kind of tunnel, like a, a building that fell upon itself. And they're inside this building and they're cutting through a ceiling. And as they finish cutting through it, they bring the ceiling down and a child, a living child comes out of this, is, is, is like, you know, comes totally whole out of this bubble. It mamish looked like childbirth, you know? Right. And I thought to myself, I thought to myself, they just ran over our children. The Muslims just ran over our children with a car to kill them. And here we are in the Turkish or Northern Syria lands, saving Turkish Muslim children yeah. and bringing them to the world. That's not, that's on each other. And I didn't want to say it in a haughty way, look at us for better. Right. No, I was just like, wow, that's, that's our nation. That's what we're about. We're about bringing light into this world. And that, that image, I said to myself, wow, that's, I'm Israeli in the, in the darkest time. That was, uh, uh, that was reiterated, that was paraphrased by the Prime Minister when he visited that Shiva home. And it's, it's, it's hard to believe. You know, the way we grew up, Yishai, it's hard to believe that human beings can grow up hating life the way they do, the way the enemy does. When you're taught to love life, when you're taught to behave in a manner that you just described, the rescue workers that were in Turkey putting their own lives in danger to save another human being. And it's just hard for us to fathom that the enemy can hate life to the degree that they do, that they're willing to sacrifice their own life, they're willing to sacrifice anyone else's life, and that the hatred is so great. But I guess that's the uh, way. Nachum, I just, I just got a phone call uh, a few hours ago from a German newspaper called Der Spiegel. And yeah. they wanted to interview, they want to interview Minister Benfier, who, who I advise. Right. And, um, and uh, she said, I said to her, okay, well, uh, Give me the names of, of, of the uh, reporters or reporter who was going to do it. So she gave me two names. I looked up I looked up the first reporter. So within a few weeks ago, this reporter wrote an article quoting some sociologist, and the, t- the title was, if you want to understand, this is in Der Spiegel, a German newspaper, if you want to understand the Israeli settlers, look to the Ku Klux Klan. Ku Klux Klan. Oh. That's the title. And I'm like, I told her, I said, you know, no, thanks. I'm, we're not interested in, in doing an interview with you guys. But like, I thought to myself, a German newspaper calling us basically <laughs> Nazis for living in our homeland. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, my God, what a world, what, what a crazy thing. And I, you know, and I wanted to tell her, I'm like, I'm like, you should be ashamed of yourself. You should be ashamed of yourself. That 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 that, that you would that, that 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 80 years after the Holocaust, you guys are you know, are writing this in your newspapers. Don't you have to be ashamed. And we Jewish people, after almost being destroyed in your, you know, destroyed in your lands, and almost totally destroyed in Europe, and almost our nation totally destroyed, that that that, that, that now that Hashem has brought us back to our homeland, to, our, to, to what He promised, and then that, that we're coming back to our place, even the Quran recognizes it's our land, and you 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 know you, you're calling us these, you know, you're disparaging our people in such a way, such such a blood libel atmosphere. I I was just like, it's shocking, it's shocking. So it's just like what you're saying, it's like the hate. It's shocking sometimes, but I go back to my first point, which is sometimes the hate is a way to recognize that Hashem is, is actually with us, and their hate is, is is against goodness, against godness, and 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 that's why they're coming out at this time. Because I guess you know the king is in the field. No question about it. Great perspective as usual, Yishai. I take this opportunity to wish you a chag. Purim Sameach. Let's hope it is a peaceful and joyous Purim for all Jews around the world, especially for our brothers and sisters in the Holy Land. And thank you so much for joining us this morning.
Uh, Nachum, we need peace and happiness, but we also need that other part of Purim, which is to take down our enemies. That's the other side. Like, this Purim is not just peace and happiness. This Purim is also a battle, and we have to, we have to you know, be in that mode that, that it's also time to not just, you know, just, it's not just having fun, this Purim. It's also to pray for the victory of the Jewish people against the forces of Amalek in this world. Yeah, understood, my friend. And hopefully those on this side of the world will use the opportunity when they're in touch with government officials and the media, etc., to make that point about the right and the need of our brothers and sisters to do what you just described. Uh, it's the least we could do on the front lines over here, if you can call it the front lines. And uh, unfortunately, we see too many people in our community doing exactly the opposite. Yishai Todaraba. Thank you, Nachum. God bless you. Chag Purim Sameach. Chag Purim More coming up. It's a Wednesday at JM in the AM.
Very nice, very nice. <gasps> wow. Do you see who's sitting over there? Where? Over there. Oh, it's right. Helen. Tell me, dear. Do you believe that terrible, ugly story about her? Certainly. <laughs> What's the ugly story? I don't know. I thought you knew. I don't know. I thought you knew. But believe me, it's true. Feldman, you look wonderful. That's a beautiful tan. Were you away? Yeah, we went to Aruba. Aruba? Where's that? I don't know. We flew. <laughs> That's nice. Say, I have good news, darling. Sydney and I are going to Europe. Europe? Big deal. I was born there. <laughs> 
Listen, I hear your husband had some problems with his business. Uh, I hear that a crooked partner stole him blind. That your husband had to fire the account and raise some fresh money. It's true. On top of that, I heard uh, he had a terrible season. A flood, a fire. The employees were not on striking him. That's mm, true. Yeah, but I understand he got a new partner with a lot of money. He settled the strike and he collected the fire insurance. Uh, business is wonderful and terrific, huh? Then you heard about it, Mrs. Feldman. Yeah. But this is the first time I'm hearing all the details. J.M.M. <laughs> oh, is that a good one or what? Uh, the luncheon. The luncheon. Part of our other comedy segments here at J.M. in the A.M. Sorley Tversky had the Tanz Nigun, Simcha Gedola, done by Amicha Gammerman, Ellie Marcus with David Hamelech. Thanks for joining us, JM and the AM. Feel free to comment on the app. Go to the NSN, Nahum Single Network app for Android and iPhone, and comment away. If you don't receive our daily thread and or our weekly newsletter, write to Avrami, AF at NahumSiegel.com. Again, that's AF at NahumSiegel.com. Um... Dovi Newberger is scheduled to join us tomorrow morning here at JM and the AM. He is uh, spearheading another great comedy effort in New York City, and we'll in the in the Purim spirit, we'll speak with him coming up tomorrow right here at JM and the AM. Yeah, our list of guests just continues to get better and better and better. What can I tell you? Uh, a lot of great people we're meeting on a daily basis. If you missed my conversation earlier with uh, Yishai Fleischer. Check out the archive later today. Go to NahumSiegel.com, click on Archives, or go to the NSN app, NahumSiegel Network app, and click on Archives. Or the news section will certainly have it as well, and you can check out the conversation with Yishai Fleischer, a very important one for the days that we are going through, uh, pre-Purim 5783. Michal Brzezanski, brand new. He's next at JM in the AM. It just hides in so many ways It causes all the grass to grow And the sun to shine on the days 
Jeremy Stamen and company with Keladone. Michal Przanski, brand new with that medley of oldies before that from the album entitled Once Upon a Time. Our brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio. Around the world, the web at NachumSingle.com on the NachumSingle Network. And, of course, on the beloved NSN app. Wraps up an incredible... Wednesday here at JM of the AM live lunch coming up at 11 a.m. with uh, Yossi Zweig. Make sure to be tuned in. And of course, have a fabulous Wednesday. Till tomorrow, Nachum Segal reminding you remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.